You're listening to a Big MX Radio Podcast, brought to you by Arma Energy, presented by Fly Racing, W Wheels, Bill's Pipes, Just One Helmets, X-Brand Goggles, Shades of Grey Custom Helmet Painting, Rhino Power Sports Supplements, Roy Borton Suspension, Watts Perfections, and Golden Tire. Simply the best, motocross and supercross news from around the globe. And now, here's your host, Brad Gephardt. Welcome to the Arma Energy Drink Big MX Radio Podcast Show, brought to you by Fly Racing, X-Brand Goggles, Just One Helmets, and Bill's Pipes. I am your host, Brad Gephardt. With us on the line, we've got professional trials rider, Phil Samaji. Phil, how's it going? Going good, man. We just got here into Kansas City with the Marvel Universe Live Tour, and we're setting up for opening night right now. You know, it's not every day that uh, I get to speak with uh, a guy like yourself. Um, Captain America, uh, tell us a little bit about how you got that role with uh, the Universal Tour. Um, well, it started with um, actually my wife, Sarah Whitmore. She had been contacted by Child Entertainment to star as one of the leading evil villain female characters and I was already touring with Feld on the Nuclear Cowboys Freestyle Motocross Tour and so they just pretty much asked me hey uh, would you like to come and do this show Uh, once Nuclear Cowboys wraps up and Sarah was doing it and they knew that we were getting married so they didn't want to have just one of a newlywed couple be on a year-long tour so it was kind of came as a package deal with uh, myself and Sarah and then I was already touring with Feld, so it was an easy transition. So that's kind of how it all came about. No doubt. Stay uh, employed by the, the same uh, organization. Uh, paychecks still keep coming through. And uh, you get to travel the glo- globe with, uh, with, with your uh, significant other uh, at, at your hip. That's pretty cool. Not too many uh, people in your situation get to experience something quite like that. Uh, there's a lot, usually there's a lot of time uh, spent apart. Now you guys are uh, just attached to the hip now. Yeah, it's actually pretty cool. She she was, um, like I said, the evil villain. And then being Cap, the ultimate good guy, there was part in the, in the show where we actually were both on bikes and we just come kind of play chicken and nose really up to each other and stop head to head. And then she whips at me with this big long whip and I dodge her and then wheelie my bike at her and just like, you know, kind of front tire smack towards her and then rip around her. So we get, we have like some onstage battles. And it, uh, I like to say that that's where most of our fighting takes place. <laughs> No doubt. We hope that uh, it, do- it doesn't get uh, quite that way in the households. And uh, first of all, got to commend you, my friend, for uh, being able to uh, uh, get that young lady to settle down. Uh, beautiful <laughs> racer in the sport, uh, uh, admired by many, and uh, and you were able to uh, capture her heart. Uh, how'd you do so? Well, I bet you she will agree with me on this one. And I think it's just because I'm really good at wheelies, actually. <laughs> That was Fair pretty enough. much how it came down to. We were, we were doing a show, my brother and I, a, a riding show in Florida, and she was racing the GNCC down there during bike week. And she came and saw a show, and I think she just really likes wheelies. And we went to dinner, and then, yeah, now we're married. So all thanks to the, the wheelies. <laughs> it's all about those wheelies, and I'm sure you're thankful for uh, honing those uh, your craft, um, growing up on a farm and doing all that sort of thing. Um, 
tell tell me a little bit about uh, the progression of your skills on two wheels as well as other things. You seem to uh, have just about everything uh, in your quiver as far as tricks in the book. Um, where did it all start for you, and uh, how did like what kind of time did you spend developing those skills? Because uh, I, I see what you could do, and all I can think of is the time needed to <laughs> perfect shit like that. Yeah, that's for sure. I mean, pretty much with anything, especially the weird sports that um, my family decided to get into. Um, it takes a lot of time. Like trials is, it's a really frustrating sport and it's, the bikes are so specialized and so react, reactive, like everything happens in the blink of an eye. So it exaggerates every input you have on the bike. So it's easy to look like a fool on those weird, already weird looking bikes. It just takes just so much time, but you know, it's just like any type of riding, you know, you want to get good at anything. You got to just put in the time and, Luckily, my dad was really into it, and my, both my dad and mom raced motocross and rode trials, and they met at a track, so that kind of carried it over to my brothers and I, and then um, had my big brother to look up to in motocross, so that kept me racing and riding motocross, and then my younger brother's the national trials champion, so that kept me doing the trials thing, and I'd hang out with both of them at different times and kind of just kept going with both, and I don't know, I could never really pick one thing I like the best and they're all really so fun so I just decided to do all of them <laughs> now it's, it's not too often that you come across someone who really makes trials cool and I'm sure your younger brother will uh, uh, take that as a bit of a shot but I kind of compare it a little bit to uh, the the stigma or the the, um, the image that uh, ski racing has like you have your freestyle guys in freestyle skiing baggy mm -hmm. pants and a wide stance and they're the coolest guys around Mike Riddle and the whole bit um, but then you have the, 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 the racers is like the European style, tight clothing, uh, the, the, um, the open face helmets and stuff like that. Although yours are really pretty cool. Uh, thanks to, uh, shades of gray, yeah, but, for sure. um, you, you've really been able to, uh, add a flair to this literally, uh, and, and making it kind of something your own. Yeah. I actually think if, if trials was marketed differently and the bikes weren't seen as this specialized competition bred motorcycle where you have to wear these spandex suits and you got a goofy looking bike and you ride over rocks and hard stuff. I mean, trust me, that stuff's awesome. But to the general public, that's not what's going to, that's not what is going to make trials um, really sell or, or become popular because the bike itself can do anything you want to. It isn't just for riding up weird looking terrain. Like you can, like I said, take it to skate parks and like make it more, more freestyle oriented than just, like strictly competition, which I think that opens up like a whole new market and other riders that can just use it for cross training or just want one because they're so fun. So that's kind of been my goal with the shows and with the freestyle and just over social media and stuff is kind of get, get the fact out there that these bikes can just, they're such versatile, awesome bikes that you can ride anything with them. So I'd like the sport to grow because they're like that side of things. So I think the best way to do that is, Films me doing crazy stuff and put it on Instagram, and maybe some kid will like it and buy trials bike. <laughs> Absolutely, and uh, for those who are looking to see uh, more of what you're capable of, both on a, uh, a trials bike as well as a snow skate, uh, a mountain bike, or uh, anything in between, uh, your promo 2016 video just dropped just a few days ago. Um, you can ch head over to. Uh, Smagical uh, over on uh, YouTube. Check that out and. Um, basically see you showing off a little bit because you got quite a few skills there my friend yeah that actually actually just uh funny that um i've had a couple of people talk to me about that video i really didn't even 
edit it or release it. I just had to throw it together really quick this week because I was performing and speaking at some schools and they wanted some multimedia stuff. So I just actually chopped up an edit that I made for something else and just packed it up and threw it out there so I could use it for that school presentation. So, I mean, I'm glad that some people are liking it, but I really didn't expect it. I didn't even know I had it on public. So, um, oh, well, I'm glad you liked it, man. No problem. I had to check that out this afternoon, uh, and uh, really cool to see. I, it seems like the only thing you do, uh, that I can think of that you don't know how to do is uh, skate around and take a slap shot like me, and that, that's about <laughs> the only thing you're, you, you you haven't mastered just yet, unless I'm full blown wrong. Yeah, that's a pretty funny story. We were out doing some riding with Doug Henry um, right actually before his most recent accident that left him paralyzed, and we were um, we were able to go ride at the indoor track with him and then at that night we played some ice hockey and he cruises out my friend that was with me he was talking a big game because we were playing a little ice hockey that winter um and so he was thinking he could beat doug doug comes stumbling onto the ice looking like a c-class like ice skater you know all squirrely and then as soon as we start the game he jumps up 180s and then he starts skating in circles around us backwards and <laughs> we're like what the heck doug henry can do it all i guess uh, he said that he was going to be a pro hockey player if he didn't race photo so that's kind of cool Fair enough. Didn't know that uh, about Doug. That uh, actually, it's, it's it always surprises me uh, how many uh, professional motocross races or motocross races in general that that race. And uh, uh, Buddy Antonez, Jeff Emig uh, used to be part of a uh, a beer league team uh, or a, a rec hockey team in in California. Always surprised. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah, I didn't know that, but I can tell you one thing: hockey is definitely good cross training for racing because that is tiring. Man, it feels like your lungs are on fire. No doubt. Now, uh, we already talked about uh, the trials bike being the ultimate go-anywhere, do-anything uh, vehicle, and, and you, you've definitely shown that to be true. Like You, you drive past a, a skate park that needs to be ripped. What, how did you end up getting into going on the skate parks, and, and uh, what was your first um, introduction to them and, and trying to carry over some of the things that you do uh, in, in regular trials competitions into a, a skate park, and uh, what was that transition like? Well, it pretty much started the same kind of time we started, my brother and I started traveling and doing riding shows because there'd be some, there'd be times when we'd be at, at a venue and we're only doing, you know, two shows that day or three shows that day or whatever. So we had all the time to kill between shows and, you know, sometimes we'll be at like a, a pig racing event. I mean, that's obviously a bad example, but it could be something that we're not very interested in. So we're just pretty much, we got bored, started searching around for skate parks and one thing led to another and, we always like filming stuff, so it like seemed like a uh, no-brainer. So it's always cool to see. I always enjoyed skating, obviously, and so kind of trying to recreate it on as many different um, different tools as possible. You know, so next I think is the the trials bike because I feel like I said the potential with that machine is really endless. So hopefully, I'd like to see some competitions and stuff. I actually. Um, Katrana invited me out to come ride the Nitro World Games course. I'm getting a, a custom bike built up by 360 Stunt, um, and they're going to reinforce the frame, um, work some stiffer suspension, and uh, a few just power upgrades to have kind of a beefier, heavy-dutier, more freestyle child's bike to try and hopefully go out there and not die on some crazy Katrana-built course that I'm sure is going to be just ridiculous, but pretty cool still. 
No doubt. We'll get into uh, your your visit with uh, Pastrana a little bit later. But what I wanted to get into before uh, we got any further was uh, your helmets and uh, one of a kind. Absolutely, like they're uh, never seen before. These shades of gray custom helmet paintings, and uh, and you've got a, a the. There's one thing on your helmet that just seems to stick out more than any. Uh, is a little character on there, which is also on your van, and it's on a few other things that you own, as well as T-shirts, hats, what have you. What's with the goat? Ah, the goat story. I mean, of course, this had to come up. I, I'm glad it did. Um, <laughs> a lot of people wonder about that, and I guess it could be as simple as just where I came from. You know, grew up on a farm, like we said, and we had like had pet goats, and one goat in particular. Wilbur, the goat, was actually, I, I guess it's just we spent so much time, like when we first got the goat, we slept in the barn with him and stuff like that, so it kind of felt like he was human, I think, so anytime I'd be out riding, like it could be raining, it could be just the worst of anything, and as soon as I'm out there, the goat would be out running behind me, everything I did, and just like, you know, goats are kind of kind of like the trials riders in the animal kingdom, and they like to run up and jump on stuff just like I do, and so we'd actually literally like go riding with our goat. And then um, when I turned pro for, same thing with snow skating too. So no matter how bad the blizzard was or how gnarly it was outside, how cold, as soon as the goat heard me hit the rail or, or the box, Wilbur would come running outside and join me. So it was like I pretty much never had to skate or ride alone because I had a goat to do it with. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so as soon as I turned pro for snow skating, it's kind of tradition that you get to release your own board graphic. So it was uh, the first time at X Games and I just um, officially, I guess you could say, turned pro right after that. And so I asked my sponsor if I could design my graphic, and he was just joking around. He's like, yeah, if you do a, you know, I'm from a farm, which is kind of weird for, uh, like, a skate person to come from a farm, I guess. He was joking with me. He's like, yeah, if you do a trick over a cow, you can have a board model or your model. Fair enough. And so does the, like, does well, the I don't have, have a, a name? I don't have a cow, but... Yeah, Wilbur, Wilbur the goat. So so I went and did the trick over the goat, ripped up some cardboard, put it down in front of the jump rack, ramp, did it, and the picture of me doing the trick over the goat became the graphic of my first board, and the head on Wilbur the goat is that logo that has now been on each board afterwards, and yeah, and all that other stuff you mentioned. Fair enough. That, that, that's that's incredible. Um, <laughs> I, it's nice to have a companion along with you when you're trying all these death-defying stunts. Um, we're going to talk a little bit more about uh, your trip over to uh, Pastrana Land uh, after these messages from Big MX radio sponsors like W Wheels, X-Brown Goggles, and Just One Helmets. Cowboy Kenny Bartram here. You're listening to the Big MX radio show. We're going to commercial, but don't go away. We'll be right back. If there's one item to be picky about, it's choosing the right helmet. I'm Andrew Short, and I choose the F2 Carbon from Fly Racing. You too can wear the exact same helmet I wear, Trey Kennard wears, Jimmy Albertson wears, and many others. The F2 Carbon is a helmet loaded with details that make a huge difference in comfort and safety. Lightweight materials, phenomenal airflow, and a super comfortable sweat-absorbing liner and generous eye port design to accommodate any goggle choice are just a few. And did I mention how super trick these helmets look? Straight off the shelf and onto the racetrack. If you are looking for one amazing helmet, look no further than the F2 Carbon from Fly Racing. For more information about Fly Helmets and other products from Fly Racing, visit them on the web at flyracing.com. What's wrong, Jeff? I don't know, Jay. Well, you better fuel up with a nutritious breakfast with oats and bran. Oats and bran? I didn't think there was such a thing. That's what I used to think. Now, I start out every morning with a bowl of Indigo's. 
for extreme kids like us. That's what I call fueling for the big ride. Hey kids, start out every morning with a fat ball. When it comes to helmets, there is just one. The helmet brand, that is. Just One Helmets is tailor-made for motocross and street bike riding, and now available in North America. Who chooses Just One? Well, for starters, Tim Geiser, winner of the Italian round in MX2, David Philipparts, Vicky Golden, Trevor Reese, as well as David Pulley. And you know what? So do I. I choose Just One Helmets because they are simply the safest, lightest, and most comfortable lid available. Want to know more about Just One Helmets? Check them out on the web at www.justonehelmets.com. Find out about the J12, the J32, and all of the colorways that are absolutely blow your socks off. So guys, please head over to www.justonehelmets.com today. Go check them out. You won't be disappointed. Two thousand and fourteen X Brand Goggles is back and better than ever. From the Scatterax, Volcano, and Phantom Goggle, X Brand has the product to make you stand out on race day. The quality of X Brand products is second to none. Great lenses, incredible frame, and a strap that doesn't wear out. Great tear-offs, zip-off systems, nose guard, and more. Check out eksbrand.com for all of the accessories and pricing. WUSA is your one-stop shop for quality wheel sets in America. All of the best components built for the toughest conditions. Hit up WUSA.com, that's D-U-B-Y-A-U-S-A.com right now and check out the custom wheel builder selection. Pick your rims, pick your hubs, pick your spokes, even pick your nipples and see what it's going to look like on your bike. On the website, you'll drool over components like XL and DID rims, Talon and Kite aluminum hubs, Galfer and Brembo brakes, and spokes that take a licking and keep on ticking. The same wheels that you buy are built by the same guys we're building wheels for. Ryan Dungey, Jeremy Martin, Chad Reed, and the entire Geico Honda team. And I kid you not, if they are not told whose wheels are whose, they just build amazing product. And I want you guys in a set of W wheels. So do what I did and head to WBYAUSA.com today. WUSA, all things wheels. What's up, guys? It's time to talk a little bit about Roy Borden Race. He's the performance specialist suspension, making a motor work, balancing a bike, or just maintenance. He's got the tools and know-how to make sure that your bike is ready on race day or practice. 
Roy Gordon has strength in years of experience and the best technology and best tools at his disposal. Whether you're getting your forks redone, seals, or a full, full-blown rebuild on your forks or, or shock, call up Roy Borton today at 204-633-2722. Bill's Pipes, the home of legendary performance. Since 1974, Bill's Pipes has been providing motocross and off-road riders the performance they need. Two-stroke or four-stroke, Bill's Pipes has the exhaust system for you. In recent years, we've seen a resurgence of the Bill's Pipes brand, and that's great news. And that's great news for motocross racers everywhere. For four-strokes, Bill's Pipes brings the RE13 to dominate the fight on any brand. For you two-stroke guys, the MX2 Bill's Pipes exhaust system is the right one for the job and comes in works, nickel, and the all-new cone-look finish that'll turn heads all day long. Head to Bill'sPipes.com right now and get the same pipe used by Billy Lidinovich, Vicky Golden, JMR Suzuki team, Jesse Pierce, Nico Izzy, and David Cole. Bill's Pipes is craftsmanship at its finest. So go with Bill's Pipes and never settle. And we're back, still on the line with uh, Josh Shima- Phil Shimaji. Uh, Phil, um, recently you had the pleasure of us. Uh, going over to Travis Pastrana's uh, compound or spending some time with them to lock down some of these tricks that uh, will later be uh, showcased in uh, the his, his newest creation. Tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, it was pretty much came about, uh, I guess, just the right timing. Like, I had just been recovering from a real bad injury, and uh, I was still too, my wound was still op- too open. I had the big arm wound. And so I, I couldn't go back in costume as Captain America. So I ended up having like two weeks that were available off tour before I was healed and went out there to his place for two stroke week and, um, everything from jet skiing to shifter carts to indoor skydiving to flipping motocross bikes, which I hadn't done before. Uh, definitely exactly what you see in all the videos and stuff. That's like the everyday lifestyle wide open, you know, <laughs> the full day. <laughs> It's crazy. So what's the progression like uh, going from a backflip to a flare? And uh, how long was it before you were able to make full commitment to a backflip? Because uh, I know for, for skiing, it was it was all about just the commitment. I would go upside down and all of a sudden freak out and end up on my head <laughs> until you just decide that in your head, I'm coming all the way around. I'm going to land on my feet. Uh, what was that like for you? And uh, how did you uh, explain to your wife that uh, you had uh, busted up her motorcycle uh, in the process? <laughs> Uh, well, I didn't really have to explain to her because Travis texted her a picture of me upside down off the bike. So she already knew about it before Perfect. I even told her, <laughs> uh, just, I think he was just proving that he didn't uh, do it. Cause he actually, I told him I wanted to flip a motocross bike. I just done trials and pit bikes before. And so first day we were riding, of course, right what we do. So I made him try it first and he crashed her bike. So it kind of became a running joke of who was, who was beating up her bike more. Um, but for myself, it was kind of like forced progression because when I decided that I wanted to start backflipping it was right when we were on America's Got Talent and it was just like the finals were coming up and I figured it would be a good way to get continue on and so 
Um, I had just done it in the foam pit a whole bunch and then to wood chips a bunch. And then the first time I did it to just a regular wood landing was on, on stage on live TV. <laughs> Good. I didn't really have much of a choice at that point. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. It's, uh, it's one of those things where you have a hundred percent commitment to it. And, uh, once you have backflips, they, they, they come around quickly. Um, how many do you have under your belt on a, on a motocross bike? And, uh, how did you eventually take that to flares? Ah, funny question there. I had one under my belt on the motocross bike. Then the next day we went riding, which was two days later. Um, we we got got the wrong directions to Karoom, which is where we were all meeting. So they were all pretty much done riding by the time we got there. So we went straight out of the car to that flare jump. And then we played rock, paper, scissors, and I had to hit it first. And so I did one backflip before I tried flares, and that's about it. It's all good, man. I'll, uh, I'll just keep you for a couple more minutes. Um, so uh, I got to ask, uh, between all of those, uh, the, the attempts at the flare, uh, how many times did you come up short or over-rotate, under-rotate before you had those uh, things uh, pretty even? Well, um, I got an easy answer for that one. On that, that first day trying them with Travis, all of them crashed all of them. <laughs> so that was, uh, yes. I mean, you got to expect when you're learning something new like that, it takes definitely takes a lot of uh takes a lot of slams and um you just try and make it the best uh opportunity to crash but still be able to continue so um crashed all of them that day and then actually just this past week on on tour we stopped at a we were near buddy's house on tour and he had some ramps so we built another flare takeoff and then i landed all every single one i tried on those so um i don't know it just really is like learning anything, you know, a lot of it has to do, same with backflip is the commitment, like you were saying, but, um, really you just have to have a spot to practice where it's solid enough to ride away, but not hard enough to where you wreck your bike right away because you're definitely most likely going to take a few crashes, you know? hundred percent. No, it's, uh, seems like it's a, it's a risk reward jump and uh, pretty cool to be able to pull off. I'm sure. Yeah. It's a crazy feeling. I, every time I do it, like I would, I'll hit, whatever I'm hitting and just 180 at first. And I do that. And I'm just like, with how hard that is to do. I just like, I can't believe it's even possible to do a backflip with that. But then, yeah, when you add them together, it just works. No doubt. Now, uh, uh, what connected us on the phone uh, today is uh, none other than Josh Gray of Shaves the Gray Helmet Painting. Uh, he's done some really great work for you in the past of a couple of your helmets. Uh, tell me a little bit about your relationship with Josh and uh, uh, some of the paint jobs that he's done with you, as well as uh, some speaking to some of those schools that you were doing earlier this week. Yeah, my, right away with Josh, like the first time that we hung out, it was just I knew that we were going to be friends. So it was, of course, he approached me and we wanted to get like a sponsor relationship going because I just really liked his work and he saw what I was doing. So we wanted to be a part of it. And so, yeah, just as soon as we first hung out, I just realized, yeah, this guy's going to be way more than just a sponsor. So every time we're passing through the area, which is, you know, quite a bit when you're crossing coast to coast, um, I'd always stay at his place and stuff and uh, we can brainstorm projects together and stuff. I actually just left the top, like you said, with the school shows this week and we got a, doing up a Captain America themed helmet for me right now. Pretty excited to see what he comes up with on that one. Um, pretty much I just throw him ideas and he's just so good and so creative that he just does what he does and I see the result and love it. <laughs> Absolutely. That's the that's the way to work with Josh. Thought you, just, my end. 
You just throw him ideas and trust that he's going to come up with something wild. And then you're going to love it regardless of what he comes up with. Uh, it, it's, it doesn't do much good to like uh, just really push him in certain directions with his creativity because uh, like he's, he's going to take care of it for you. It's really cool. Yeah, I like I like that feeling. I just say, hey, as long as there's a goat on it, that's all I care about. Um, the rest have fun. And usually when he does that, it just comes out just ridiculously good. And so I can't wait to see what this next one is. But it was cool. He had us out to do some speaking at some local schools. And, I mean, to hear just 600 kids just screaming and chanting and stuff, it was awesome. And then afterwards, of course, at being at school, I mixed in, you know, a positive educational message and, when it was all said and done, you know, went back and kind of quizzed the kids on some of the things I said like half an hour earlier in the presentation, and they all started the answers right back. I'm like, holy cow, they actually listened to me. You know, most time when you got a bunch, big group of kids, you're not really going to get their attention. But I think having the motorcycles there and part of the show, it really is a tool to get them to actually listen to what you're saying and, and therefore actually take a message away from the show instead of just a cool show. So it was awesome. I'll do as many of those as I can the rest of my life for sure. Well, it just goes to show that all you really need to do to get kids to listen is to jump on a motorcycle and do mini flips in front of them. Yeah, I mean, I, if I thought about it like this, I'm like, okay, if I was in middle school or whatever, any, any, if I was in school and I had an assembly come and a guy comes to my gymnasium and does a mini backflip on a motorcycle over a bunch of people, I'm like, yeah, I'm going to, this is the best day off of class ever. Like, how could you not like a motorcycle show? So I realized that, you know, I've got kind of a, like a Spider-Man S. Nope, I can't make that reference. That's too Marvel. <laughs> I've got like a responsibility to use my motorcycling ability um, or lack thereof sometimes to entertain the kids and also hopefully either get them into riding or just get them into something. Have them find some passion. I know how, for myself, being so passionate has driven me to get where I am. And I just found, I was lucky to find the sports that make me feel that way and so driven. So I'd like to you know, help out the, the youth and see if we can get some more people out there doing awesome things. Absolutely agree with you. In fact, uh, I, I find that the, my own passions within the sports of skiing, motocross, football, hockey, all these things, when you're passionate about things, you don't have time to get in trouble because, um, A, you'd never want to get in trouble and miss out on, a, on an event or a training period yeah. or anything like that. And it just it's just something that just doesn't seem to enter your mind all that much. It's just you're, you're so focused on uh, doing well at your sport and enjoying your sport. Uh, that's what it's all about. Yeah, I think that's what's so great about, um, I mean, that's what everyone needs. You need to have that. Otherwise, like you said, yeah, you're going to find, you got to find, find something to take your time up. So if it's not productive, like, <laughs> that's where things start going wrong. So having something like we have, that's pretty cool. So I'm just going to try and help as many people as they can. Maybe maybe it's motorcycles. Who knows? I could have made, I know when we, went, we went around to the classrooms afterwards to give out some autographs and ask some questions. And there was more than one kid that, now wants to be a dirt bike rider. So I was like, well, my job is done here. That's good to hear. <laughs> there you go. Now, Phil, uh, your your last name is rather short, but uh, t- tough to figure out uh, the pronunciation of it. I hadn't met you before. Uh, how often do you get your last name absolutely butchered? And uh, what's the strangest rendition you've ever heard? Um, every time, so I don't feel bad because that's just the way it goes. Actually, America's Got Talent, they told us to change our last name if we were going to continue to go into show business after the show, and we told them to get lost. <laughs> but it's actually, yeah, it's Mozzie, like I said, and it's Latvian, so it's kind of goofy, but, um, you know, my grandma, she's the raddest person I know, really, and there's no way I'm, t- I'm changing a name just for, uh, you know, because some TV producer told me to do it. But um, the weirdest, 
I've ever heard was at a, a, a Canadian snowskate contest, and the announcer somehow twisted it into sandwich. So then my nickname was uh, <laughs> sandwich for a bit um, snowskating, but yeah, there's a uh, sandwich. I don't know how you can get that out of Samogé. that. But, yeah, it's, uh, <laughs> but then also one of those one of those French announcers is what kind of coined my real like, you know, uh, I don't know what name takes magical because he was trying to say what I was doing in the context was magical, but he didn't speak, he didn't speak English. So he was saying, it, it, it's magical, it's magical. And so that kind of stuck on in the snowskate world. And then I yeah, kind of n- never got rid of it. So other languages are funny, but sometimes helpful. <laughs> I couldn't agree more. In fact, most people uh, hear, hear me speak in my Canadian accent and think it's a completely different language altogether. <laughs> yeah, you should hear my dad. <laughs> Well, um, a lot of things that you do are absolutely magical, and uh, I got to ask: of all of your skills, of all the cool things you're able to do, either on a snow skate, on a motocross bike, on a trials bike, what are you most proud of? What is uh, the thing that, even to this day, you see yourself do on a video and be like, "That's cool"? Um, that's a very good question. I'd have to say, just probably because it's most recent. And because I just never pictured, pictured myself ever doing them, ever since I saw them even bike riders doing, is just kind of getting flares consistent. Because I just, like I said, never my wildest dreams. Or if you even told me like a year or two ago that I'd be doing flares, I'd be like, yeah, right, you're, you're drunk, shut up. <laughs> so, um, I mean, like I said, it's really fresh, and so it probably feels just the coolest. But that's kind of something that really never saw myself doing, and pretty pumped that I can do it relatively safely. Well, I'm pretty pumped to have had you on the show, uh, Captain America, Phil Phil Samaji, um, however you want to say it. I really, really appreciate you giving me some time to uh, to chat with you and uh, pick your brain a little bit. Love to have you back on the show again sometime, but uh, got got to let you go so you can get ready for your show this evening. Uh, you have yourself a great evening, and uh, we'll we'll talk again. Right on, man. Sounds good. We'll stay in touch. Got some exciting things coming up, so uh, we'll talk face again and get another one. Absolutely. You have yourself a great night. All right, man. Take it easy. Have a good one. Take care. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Big MX Podcast, brought to you by X-Brand Goggles. Be sure to check out our archive for episodes you may have missed. Check out our website at BigMXRadio.com for more content.